Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 154 surviving being single during the holidays. Ha, ah, it's a tough, tough single world out there, isn't it? It's a Especially dark, now. It's a dark place. <laughs> um, and I say that with so much love. They're, they're, you know, even inherent in this title, it's like surviving being single, like you have to survive. But I, the, I just want to start out with, uh, and I, I have so much compassion for the pain that comes with being that being single and all the fantasy around holidays. Um, but surviving being single, like you are sovereign, you are single, whether you're, you're like, you're you, I even, I, I, I even want to like completely eradicate the world's word single from our vocabulary. Cause there's just so much stigma attached to it. And it's like, you're you, you know, if you go to Christmas dinner alone or, or like just as you without a partner, you, it's the same as you go to Christmas dinner with a partner. Like you are, you are, you are you, and may you be you. And I think so many women who have partners are shell of themselves and how many single women are like really living their lives. You know, of course both exist in both categories, but, um, yeah, I just first want to highlight the the surviving part because yes, the holidays can be really intense and so much trauma and so much, you know, family stuff and us all the everyone pulling each other back in the bucket, the crab in the bucket metaphor mm -hmm. where your family, all our old patterns kick up when we're around family and it can be so much harder to stay anchored in who we are. But, um, but yeah, I just want to start out by reminding you that you are, you are, you are you, and may you, may you create a life where you just feel connected to yourself and you, you, you can bring yourself everywhere you go. And that like your relationship status doesn't define you in any way because it doesn't, unless you believe it does. And yes, we live in a world that supports that idea that women should all be in relationship, but you're, I mean, when I changed that one piece, like I used to think I was so worthless when I was not in a relationship. And as soon as I got in one, I wanted to post a million pictures mm. and, you know, tell everyone <laughs> and talk about my new boyfriend and spread it across the world. Like I'm not single anymore. Look, I have value. I matter. And that, that was kind of like what was underneath it. And to get to a place where you just like, I mean, I'm single everywhere I go and I literally don't even, doesn't even cross my mind. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to a wedding and I'm single. Oh, now I'm going to Christmas and I'm single. It doesn't even like, I don't even identify with the word single. I'm just me. So that's my hope. My Christmas wish for everyone is that 
you know, through listening to the new truth podcast and through Mm -hmm. devoting yourself to yourself through, you know, many different practices that Catherine and I talk about and teach and, you know, among other teachers that you listen to that you just get to a place where you just get to be you and you don't have to be so attached and identified with labels. The the holidays make it so hard because the fantasy just gets kicked up times like tenfold. And so I love that, like you started to say it and that we're starting here because we know that we already live in a culture that makes it difficult around not having a partner. And then the holidays are like just pouring gasoline on the fire. And the worst of it is the comparison on social media. You know, like I, and I will say, I was thinking the other day, like, I want everyone to just look at the number, say the number of friends you have on Instagram or the number of friends you have on Facebook and like find that percentage against the like seven and a half billion people there are on the planet. (laughs) Like I was talking with a friend the other night and I was just like, Facebook is so fucking small. Like I have, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram. That's still actually not a lot against the, the world. And so we, we are on social media, making our world so small. Mm. And I know I posted about you the other, I sent you a message of like, Greece looks good on you. And I feel like one of your gifts is you're just in your life. And then you don't have time to like, think about what people are doing on social media. Like you never, like you never talk about that shit with me, like ever. And I was someone that would be like, I had such major, major, major comparison stuff around Mm -hmm. social media with other people's businesses. But then especially when I was single and let me tell you, I posted some really cute pictures with me and my ex. We were going to yoga together. We we were go, drinking green juice in the morning. Like I was like constantly documenting our relationship and I was crying myself to sleep every night. Yes, so this is I so important. Matching Christmas sweaters. Matching Christmas sweaters. And it was cool. I had a client the other day say um, that someone said to her like, oh, looks like you're living your best life because she had been going hiking with friends and posting those pictures. And she said to me, she's like, it was such a powerful moment to me because- actually what's happening in my life right now is like, I'm struggling with being single and like getting out of all these toxic dysfunctional relationships. We just started working together. And she's like, and I could see the fantasy of what people make up about me from social media. And that's what's happening in the holidays. Like the pressure now of shopping, the fantasy of all the family sitting along, sitting around the table, getting along as if it's perfect. And then the fantasy that if I have a partner, somehow the holidays will become magical like the thing that kills me the most about the fairy tale is it makes magic seem responsible for only one person. And then women wonder why they're miserable. And magic so- belongs to you. You're missing it. You're missing You're it. the magic. Yes. You're the magic. And so the first place of compassion is one. And I have, I had to do this for myself and I suggest this all the time. Like if you are really struggling, social media is the last fucking place that you should be hanging out. And it is okay. If you were saying to yourself, you know what? I am struggling with being single right now. And I am reactive around social media. So take a break, get off the app, delete the apps. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm also sick of us thinking we have to be like super human you know, like some of you that listening right now, maybe you just went through a breakup. Like that's a whole thing, right? Going through the holidays now after a breakup, maybe with someone you had plans for the holidays with, you know, like you get to not just survive and you can thrive, but the first place is recognize if you're comparing yourself to other people or creating fantasies around what you think the holidays should be. And then two, notice how much time and energy you're 
you're directing outward, right? Focusing on what other people are doing or what you want to be happening versus actually tending to your soul. And this is not just during the holidays. Like this is our core message around everything, (laughs) but you know, you, you will struggle during the holidays with being single. If your energy and intentions outward versus inward and expecting your family, you know, I made the funny reel about, you know, your family making comments about being single around the holidays, like the, if you keep expecting family to somehow catch up to the new truth paradigm, you're going to really struggle. Like they're not, but you get to decide who you want to be when you walk into a room. And now we're in like the realm of codependency of codependency is outside in living, right? I walk into a room and I look around the room and who does everyone else want me to be? And what, what kind of mood does everyone else want me to be in? Or you're saying yes to going to holiday parties that you don't actually want to go to, or you're going home because you think you should when you don't want to. But right. here's how you survive being single. Start actually checking in with what's actually true for you and how you want to spend the holidays, not how you wish you were spending them, not creating a whole fantasy about it, but actually pausing long enough to say, you know what, what would be good for me? Maybe what would be good for me is going to my friend's house for the holidays. Maybe what would be good for me is not going home. Maybe what would be good for me is taking a trip by myself and not celebrating at all and taking all the pressure off myself of what I think should be happening. You know, I, 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 we have a lot of episodes about the holidays um, and they're all amazing. And we, and we keep reiterating the same core tenants, but I've shared before, like there, I went through my final breakup with my ex was Thanksgiving of 2013. And so I did have my first Christmas of just like, oh my God, like this is really over. I'm actually detoxing and withdrawing, you know, from this person. And it was horrible. But I remember thinking at that time, like, the most important thing I can do is this, like is be in my room crying because I just went through a breakup. I don't have to put on a happy face right now. Putting pressure on yourself is not the answer. And that's a theme with my clients right Mm -hmm. now in this time of year, like all this pressure to be someone they're not, to be further ahead than where they are and to be in a relationship. And I, I, I might go far as to say, and I'd be curious what you think about this. You know, this time of year, it's like people are, in their own worlds, or they're going home and traveling for family. It's like, now's not really when to date. Like, I kind of want to challenge that. Like, I want to challenge, like, you know what? Take a fucking break. Like, yeah. if you have been manically dating, people are distracted right now. People are in their own worlds about all their feelings about the holidays. The best time will be after the new year. <laughs> there is research that says that, but I, I want to invite maybe checking in around your relationship to dating right now of like, is that good for me? right now? Like, is this how I want to be spending my time? And that that's the beginning of coming home to yourself. What's going on for me right now? What do I need? Not what's everybody else doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's such a massive time of fantasy. It's all, it's all fantasy. And I was just thinking about a client of mine who, um, we, she actually, she's a client of yours too. Um, a friend client that we love, um, who was going to three weddings in a row, um, back in the spring. And she was so anxious about these weddings. And she shared in my reclamation program, um, that how anxious she was about it and how she was like, so she, she was like, Oh my God, again, I'm going to be the only single person. I'm a bridesmaid. I'm, you know, going to be single in all these weddings. And I'm so, I'm so anxious and I don't want to go and all this stuff's coming up and these people matter to me, but like, I feel so conflicted. 
And we helped her get to a place where she could bring her heroin and fully connect with it. In my work, I call it your heroin, but that's just your soul. It's who you really are. And to get into such a feeling good state before going to this wedding that she was the happiest person there. And that ended up happening. And she did the most beautiful video after she ended up standing up there while she was a bridesmaid, while they were reading their vows. And all of a sudden she's sobbing, not because of their love, but because of her love for herself and how she did that for herself. And she showed up at this wedding so filled up within herself, not needing validation from anyone, not worrying about judgment from anyone, not giving a shit what anyone else thinks, because she took responsibility for her own joy and her own heart and her own light and her own love and her own everything, right? This is such a microcosm of a macrocosm. And when she did that, like she, she, when they were reading their vows, she started reading vows in her head to herself. And it was the most beautiful. She said that that moment completely changed her entire life. And that was like eight months ago. And her life is so beautiful right now. Like it just keeps getting more exciting and more beautiful and doesn't mean it doesn't come with challenging times. There will be expansion. There will be contraction. But it's like, what do we do in those moments of contraction? Do you listen to the stories in your head about who you're supposed to be? Let me tell you, my loves. Who you're supposed to be is somebody else's fucking story. What you should be doing at Christmas or what type, like whether you should be single or should be in a relationship or should be married or should have kids by this age or should, should, should. If the word should is attached to it, it's not your fucking story. That story was fed to you from a very young age. That is the matrix. That is the program. We're all like robots and they inserted, we were all wildly expressed free little beings gifted as fuck when we were little happy for no reason, pleasure, you know, geared towards pleasure, not afraid to feel our feelings. Like we were just these beautiful little beings. And then, you know, a a tape got inserted into our brain and, or tape, tapes don't exist anymore, but going back a few a few decades inserted a tape into our brain. And it's like, we just play these tapes over and over again about who we're supposed to be. And the fantasy addict, the whole facade of the fantasy addict is what matters is what my life looks like. So if you're caring what other people think when you walk into Christmas dinner, that you are a sovereign woman, that means your life is driven by your saboteur. It means your life is driven by the idea of how other people perceive you. Same with obsession with physical appearance, obsession with what, where we're supposed to be in our career, what our relationship and status is supposed to be. There is no supposed to. You are who you are and where you are in this moment. And even listening to this episode right now in this moment, this podcast and that couch you're sitting on or that bed or that tree or whatever you're doing, (laughs) whatever your ski hill, whatever you're doing right now. That that chairlift, um, I'm sure people listened to us while skiing. That's cool. <laughs> Just had that expensive thought. But like what at wherever you are right now is where you're meant to be and you can change it. And the only person who is responsible for creating a new experience and a new reality is you. And if you do not take 100% responsibility, you will never be happy in relationship. You think the relationship and having the ring at Christmas or the whatever, you think that's going to make you happy. It's empty. All of those dreams that have been fed to us are empty. That is not real love. Real love is you. It's who you are. And the more you drop into yourself, I'm my best friend's visiting right now from Canada and she's in Greece with me. And she's just like, it's so beautiful. We're both like, so in our hearts, we went to Delphi, this magical place the last couple of days um, where this, the Oracle of Delphi many centuries ago, it, I mean, it was a it's mythology, but apparently mythology is kind of real. I don't know. I'm learning lots of things here in Greece. And um, there was this Oracle 
Oracle and people would go there and ask for like basically psychic readings. And it's this really magical place. And we went there yesterday and we were talking about our lives and how both of us are just thriving. But it's because we stopped thinking like we, we were like, what is the secret? Mm. And it's like, first of all, it, nothing's permanent. So like there are times when I'm not thriving. This is not in every single moment, but both my bestie and I have dedicated our lives to following our truth, to not living someone else's script of what our life is supposed to be like, and to deepening the well of, of, of infinite love within ourselves. It's like, there's this place inside of yourself that you can go that is more beautiful than anything you could ever freaking imagine. And you will experience it in some aligned friendships, moments with friends. You will experience it in some aligned, romantic, intimate relationships. You will experience it when dancing on a stage, doing a musical theater performance. You will experience it when at a sacred, um, a sacred, whatever they're called temples. Like I saw yesterday in, in Greece, you will experience it. Like there will be so many moments of your life where you'll get to touch that place inside of yourself. And the more you, you turn your attention to that and you keep cultivating that and getting to know that and creating a life that like nourishes and feeds and opens you to that. You don't need anything. And then guess what? You stop going on dates, trying to get something from someone and when you're not trying to get something from someone, so much more is possible. And there it is. And there it is, the whole, the whole point of everything. And mm -hmm. if, you know, it took me a long time, it took me a long time to reach those, those places, but there is the experience of a woman loving herself. It is the experience of a lifetime. Like that's the experience that you want to create more than anything. And the only way you get there, like I, I found myself saying to someone the other day, like the only way out is through and like what you don't yet need, like or most people are not prepared for is the amount of like grief yes. and difficulty that has to happen on the way there when you realize how much conditioning has happened. Yeah. Right. So it's like Kate just described what's on the other side of the courage of saying what are the stories I'm telling myself? Where are all the pressures that I'm putting on myself? How have I built my life for other people yes. rather than for me? And then most of all, am I willing now to take responsibility for my well-being? Am I willing now to stop feeling like a victim as a single person who's not getting what they want in their dating life? Am I willing to actually do the difficult work of taking responsibility for my life, which means slowing down so that I have time for me, which means saying no when I mean no, which means facing all of the triggers that come up when you start actually behaving differently, right? Because I feel like the other side of this too around family is like the amount of pushback that people get when all of a sudden they start being different. You know, like I feel, you know, my, I would say my family circle often would want people to be struggling. Like there was an element of like wanting you to be struggling. No one really knew what to do when you were doing well. Yes. Um, like, and I'll never forget my like first sober holiday when like everything went really well because I was just like in my heart and like not creating drama in my family and being like, oh, wow, it could be different when I'm different, when I don't need them to all be different and I'm different, then things change. And I think that's the last thing I want to say around this time of, you know, when you stop wanting the outside to be different, right? All transformation happens from the inside out. 
Like every teacher on the planet, if you're actually doing legitimate personal development work and coaching, the messaging is transformation happens from the inside out, not from getting other people to behave differently or going on a different dating app or moving to a different um, house down the street or getting a boyfriend. Transformation happens from the inside out. And then that's the thing. Everything follows. And we could say your life changed by going to Greece, but your choice to go to Greece was made from the inside. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't, oh, I'm going to go to Greece and I'll be happy. Yeah, and I would say that, and the same thing for the things Andrew and I, you know, are now two years in Charlotte. It was from inside alignment. And, yes. and that's difficult. And when you've been living for other people for all of your life, this is difficult work. But no one's going to make you feel better about being single than you, actually, you know, like, like no one can do it for you. And I think that's the bad news and the good news, right? The bad news, because lots of women have been conditioned to be dependent, right? I mean, you're set up to be codependent really in our, in our culture. But the good news is, is you get to decide how you want to be and how you feel good is by doing the things that actually feel good to you. Yes. Right. Not like, oh, well, Catherine does this thing. So I'm going to try it. It's like, let me pause and see what are the things like maybe that for yourself right now, like make a list of like, what helps me feel good music, dancing, baths, being with certain friends, going hiking, taking naps, like what, whatever it is, know what's your true for yourself. Cause now we're into actual tangible dating practices is if you know yourself, then you're going to find someone who's aligned for you. If you don't know yourself, you're going to find someone who's going to love a fake version of you that you're going to have to keep up. And then the relationship's going to fall apart because you've never been authentic. So you can thrive during the holiday seasons when, and hopefully like I, I was laughing with Andrew last night, actually about this, like, hopefully you can find levity and joy around the pressure, you know, like laugh about, like, I, I watched myself put all this pressure on myself to like, try to decorate our house. I wanted all everyone in my neighborhood's like paying for someone else to install these like big lights around their home. It's $2,000. And I looked at Andrew and I was like, I was going to do that. Yep. I was going to, why was I going to do that to like fit in with the other houses? And I was like, let's go put on our little bushes that that we just had landscaping put in that are literally like a foot tall because they are just put in and we put lights over the front of our house. And I was like, this is like, this is us. Like, I love the way this looks. Um, and, and so again, I'd had the thought, But then I could pause long enough to breathe and say, wait a second, wait a second. Like this isn't about you always know and you're always perfect around things. Like it's pausing long enough to say, what is my truth right now? Wow. Is my truth that I feel like shit being single? Probably for most of you, if you actually pause long enough, you'd be like, actually my life's pretty good. (laughs) Like I, I have good things going on in my life. I just like have this crutch where I'm, I need to like somehow feel bad about myself because the world told me I'm supposed to rather than I'm actually doing well. And then the true magic of this season. And I don't believe in resolutions. I feel like we made a podcast before about the bullshit of resolutions. Mm -hmm. However, it is a powerful time of year of reflection, you know, like of saying like, how have I lived and what is going on for me? And then how do I want to be in the world? Because that is up to you. You can decide after listening to this episode right now. I know it's crazy. You could decide right now to stop feeling like shit about being single. Yeah. <laughs> you could actually decide that right now. And yes. I hope you do. 
Stop beating the drum. Stop beating the drum of the same story over and over again because you literally, your life is a product of the stories that you believe. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is everything you just said, like this is, this is it. Stop feeding the story and start dating yourself. How to thrive during nothing as a sovereign woman during the holidays. Date yourself. Dating yourself looks like, okay, if I romance the shit out of myself, what would that look like? I'd everything you said. I'd surround myself with people I feel amazing to be with. I'd say no to every party that I would wanted to say yes to out of self-sacrifice. I would, I would care for myself. I'd go for a facial. I'd have bubble baths. I would put on music that I love. I'd create, create a like every single day. How do you romance yourself and date yourself so that you feel totally taken care of so that you feel alive, so that you feel beautiful. So you feel loved, love yourself up this Christmas. Don't say yes to anything. That's a no. This is a huge part of the start and, and be willing to feel your feelings, right? Feel the grief, but don't feed the story. I'm single during the holidays. I don't want to go to Christmas dinner. Like that's just arguing with reality. And that's just going to make you feel worse. It's putting gasoline on the fire, time to write a new story, take responsibility and create your reality. You get to create something different. We believe in you. We love you. We love you. Um, happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> and have a sexy Christmas or holiday with yourself, whatever you celebrate. Lots of love. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, and we will see you soon.